Yo soy Diego Ávila y usted está escuchando al Cartridge Club. Weekly. Oh, what? Weekly. I didn't yeah. know that we started. No mic check today, son. Uh, yeah, we have not checked our levels. Nope. Uh, we look good. No, my hair looks terrible. Leveled. I'm going to have at least one more weekly with my hair looking like this. And then it's haircut time. And then it's haircut time. Every six weeks, like clockwork. I wish it was every six weeks. Guess how long? Guess how often I get my haircut? Mm, every three months. Every like two and a half months. Wowzers. Yeah. I should do it more. It's just, You're I don't, okay. don't, okay. don't want to pay for it. What is <laughs> the Cartridge Club? <laughs> it's a place where people can come and celebrate games together. Yeah. What is this show? This is like a show where we talk about things that go on in said Cartridge Club. Oh, okay. So things happen there. Yeah, like people make podcasts, people have videos, people have blogs, and we talk about it here. That's weird. Where can I find some of those podcasts, videos, and or blogs? Luckily, they're all conveniently located in one central spot, cartridgeclub.org. Hmm. I check that <laughs> this out. This was not planned. No? Didn't see this coming? No. Tired of doing it. Yeah. It's your turn. I'm not very good at it. I need a script. For those of you wondering, Shadow's in the room. Just uh, dropped her treat on the ground. Might not have been able to hear that. I don't know. I'm sure they heard. Yeah. So, uh, oh, she's wiping out. She's placing. She's good. And in this show, we're going to talk about some news in the gaming world. We're going to talk about some updates on the Cartridge Club website. Yeah. Then we're going to answer some questions from you, the listener. Oh, my. The Clubbers. I am Player One, one half of the founding members of the Cartridge Club podcast. This is my brother, Player Two, the other half. Uh, we founded the the podcast. The, the club itself was actually a bigger group of people. Uh, includes some gentlemen from a little show called Retro Fandango. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, Mr. Dean Lasagna. Mm-hmm. And uh, Darren, actually, Game and Pilgrimage. Darren. Fun facts for everyone. That is some fun. I think it's Darren's birthday. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Is it? I don't know. Maybe but not. we're going to start with news. <laughs> All right, lose it up. I only have a few things. How about you? You got lots? You got lots of things? I got a couple of things. All right, let's get it done. So, first up, what do you got? Um, As I wait for my handy-dandy self-made well, news give app. a little chat about the Wii Shop closing. January yeah, 2019 simple. is when they are uh, officially shutting it down. But you have for most of that year to re-download things if you need things re-downloaded. Yeah, that's sort of a bummer. But, this is a bummer. What, I mean, when did the Wii stop being produced? 2012? I have no idea. People do seem upset about this news, though. What do you think? Are you worried about uh, games being lost into the ether? No. All right. What about WiiWare games? Uh, aren't they all available on disc somewhere? I don't know. Probably not. I think anybody who wants them will make sure that they are properly... Like, there are video game historians out there. What? Yeah, like actual historians. Uh, for digital Patrick content? Patrick Scott Peterson. He's a video game historian for all gaming. Even digital? All gaming stuff. Yeah, I so don't think I'm you're certain, saying... I don't think you're really answering the question. <laughs> I have no doubt in my mind that he also... Uh, he Man, he keeps newspaper clipping, so I'm sure he keeps digital Whoa, games. Whoa, that is pretty impressive. Uh, so I feel like people like him would go out of their way to make sure that... This is preserved. Anything that could be lost is preserved. But I mean, you're 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 carrying on a service seven years after you stopped selling it. Nobody's faulting the Wii Nintendo U for this. Came out in 2012. You know, that's nobody's uh, faulting them for this. But what about the games that are going to be lost? Well, it's crazy to me that uh, digital content is the future. Yeah, and, but this has always happened. Like, it's not like you can walk around and get a stadium events. You know what I mean? Games have been huh? lost. 
You can go on eBay right now and buy a stadium event. For $10,000. That's not a reasonable amount. You know what you can't do? Go on eBay right now and spend $10,000 on a WiiWare game. You're probably good. No. No, you, no, you couldn't. You're right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's a good thing. No, it isn't. There's going to be a time where you can't get one of these games. Now, this isn't a, this isn't a big deal now because it's little WiiWare games. People can look, look, you know, look past this. But there will come a time where the AAA games are this. When there's no longer physical content. My heart breaks. What will we do? I don't know, man. That's a scary thought. But I don't really care. I think this. I think they supported it as long as they possibly could. Um, and I'd say farewell, R.I.P. to a very good eShop. One might say the first real... Uh, actually, I think it is the first real retro online console, right? Virtual console, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, that is not a statement I am comfortable agreeing with. What could possibly have come first? Uh, before, when was the Xbox Live Arcade up? But that doesn't have retro games on it. What about... I guess, yeah, maybe it had like Pac-Man or something. I don't know, maybe it did. I don't know. I have no idea either. Either way... I'm on board, let's say it. Yep. Somebody will correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, oh, of course. It's definitely the first uh, Nintendo one, we'll say that. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, Nintendo has also announced that they will be restricting live streaming of their games on YouTube. Oh, yeah, this is also a thing. Yeah, so the Nintendo affiliates, uh, if, if you want to have your stuff be on YouTube and have Nintendo stuff in it, this was a big deal that came out a while ago. You can become a Nintendo affiliate. Yeah, it, it's essentially you're partnering with Nintendo. Exactly. That gave you permission to stream their games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to review them and talk about them in video form. Oh, you couldn't stream them? Uh, you can on Twitch. You what about YouTube Live? on YouTube Live. But now. you could. You could. You could. That's what I mean. You what, no longer can. You still can on Twitch? I believe so. Mm, that's weird, right? Why would it just be YouTube? I don't know. And it probably doesn't involve Twitch either because that's outside of YouTube. The Nintendo Creators Program was specifically within YouTube. Oh, right. That's true. So you can still do your videos on there. You just can't stream... Live stream any Nintendo stuff. It's really complicated. It's probably best just not to make videos about Nintendo on YouTube. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm very confused. So the, at you least still, you can still make reviews, right? Yeah. So if you're, a, it's just it's just if you're a Nintendo you affiliate uh, person, mm-hmm. you can still make reviews, but you cannot let's play and right? like discussion pieces. But live yeah, streams. no let uh, no let's play. I don't know. No live streaming. Let's play. Okay. Still okay. Okay. I have no idea. I guess we should have looked into this. Yeah. That's <laughs> news. Live streaming. No live streaming. Don't be live streaming them Nintendo games. I guess. That's sad. I guess. Yeah. I don't really care for live streaming anyway, but I know a lot of people do. Um, that's all I have for news because for whatever reason my, I I upgraded the iOS 11 and there's some problems with it. No problem. Uh. Splatoon 2, getting that new weapon. Have you been playing Splatoon 2 at all lately? No, I haven't put it in for a while. <laughs> Me neither. It's called Tentabrella. Let's move on. Final Fantasy 15. Okay, here's a discussion. So Final Fantasy 15 is adding new story content. I believe it's free, <sighs> but it's new story yeah, content. Yeah, 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 to improve the fill in the gaps. Yes. Now, um, this would be a great topic slash news discussion <laughs> how do you feel about games adding or changing story content 
post-release. If I've already played it and enjoyed my time with it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go back. Like Mass Effect 3. I played through it when it first came out. I beat it. I enjoyed it. They released some post-game free DLC to make the ending more in line with what everybody who complained wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I never went back and saw that. I never played through that. Yeah. Um, same thing here in Final Fantasy 15. I enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. I had a good time with it. I understood the story. I uh, I was able to figure out what was happening. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I need more. I won't be going back. Okay, fair enough. I hate it. I think it's a terrible thing. <laughs> Why? I can now ha- try and have a discussion with somebody who also now beats Final Fantasy 15, and they will have a completely different thought and opinion on it than I would have had. They would probably have a completely different thought and opinion on it anyway because they're an individual. It doesn't matter because they've seen things and experienced things in the game that they thought was just part of the core story. That have They have no idea that what they're playing was different from what I played. Okay. So this yeah, is especially specific sto- to Final Fantasy. But see, that could still have happened in this game because this has an open world component. There are dungeons and monsters and, no, and no. quests you We're wouldn't have done. We're talking story content. Main okay. story yeah. content. I don't care about side. If you want to add side quests, you want to add, add, add DLC, go ahead. I don't care. Um, but when you're changing a story, especially for a Final Fantasy game, imagine yeah. if you could suddenly save... Oh. Are they changing the story or are they just uh, adding more detail? Yeah, they're adding more detail. They're giving more backstory to, I think, uh, who was that Dragoon Girl? Uh, Probably Highwind. I don't remember. Aria Highwind? Yeah, so you get more story for her. So people will have more of an attachment to her now. That, that would have been awesome, but I can only go by my experience. I'm not going to really play the game again. Technically, couldn't you just go and watch the cutscenes because you don't need to play the game again? You've already played the game? I guess you could, but I, I wouldn't do that for games I love, <laughs> let alone... Yeah. Um, Somebody else is going to have a different experience. Now, some people say, what's so, what's wrong with that? But I just, I feel robbed, especially for a story-driven game. I have another other examples here. No Man's Sky. Okay. Think about how different that is now yep. from release. Yep, very different. Like, that's mind-blowing. I, so, I, I don't even... It's good if... No, it's just, it's bad all around. <laughs> because it's good for somebody who's just getting into it now, but somebody who's already played it is tainted, and you won't be able to discuss it. Ah, I just I don't like it. I don't like changing it. When you release the game, that's it. There should be no patches. There should be nothing. That's what you get, and that's it. Digital hurts my brain. I don't like it. But patches can make a bad I game good. I don't like patches. They should make sure it's good before they release it. I agree. And that's it. But not everybody does. And if you patch it, if it's absolutely necessary, then sure, go ahead, patch it. But there's going to come a time when the servers aren't available anymore. That patch will no longer be available. And what you have on the disc is what you have. And if that's not good enough to get through it, then it shouldn't have been released. Um, uh, I have also have Mass Effect 3 written down here, too. Uh, completely different. The end of the game, man. You can't change the end of a game. They didn't really change it. They just added some extra detail in the cutscene. Same thing. It's changed. Adding is changing. Yeah. Man. But that doesn't bother, like... Oh, it's not right. This is similar to a a Twitter discussion that was had this week regarding uh, save states, continues, passwords, stuff like that. You want to get into that now? No. Oh, I'm saving that for Q-Dog talk. All right, we'll save save that for Q-Dog. We'll save it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, getting a lot of of heated topics lately. I love it. I love gaming-related topics. I love discussing gaming stuff. I like watching people on opposing sides have uh, have, a, have an adult conversation where they don't devolve into uh, name-calling or bullying. Yeah, that helps too. I love anytime Eric gets involved. 
Eric is, yeah. Yeah, and Derek keeps his cool, too. Eric is, too. And it was pretty much those two. I mean, I was in there, but I was just sort of uh, there until Eric got in. Yeah, Eric, uh, to quote Polykill, Eric is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, would I eat that cake up. Uh, so, you get any more news? Uh, Splatoon 2. Okay, well, let's talk about toilet paper for a second. Oh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so, has this been confirmed yet for America's, the next Splatfest? I believe it is, yes. I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen it. I don't even know how this is an ah, how this is a vote. I can tell you how. Here we go. You ready? If you... I, oh. for the first 30 years of my life, was a strict, only had the toilet paper roll in the front. If it's ever in the back, you're living like a caveman. But then my toddler showed up and she starts hitting that roll. Once it starts rolling out, she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why aren't we playing with this all the time? Next time she goes in, hits it, nothing. What happened? What's different now? Turned it around. Can't unroll it now. That's the only that's the only thing you could ever say for why you'd want to turn that to a little bit around. Can or can you feel the hate in this room right now? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happens. That's the only reason you would ever turn it the other way. That I can. Well, that I no, can think there of. is another option. Don't let your child run around uh, unsupervised. No, she she is supervised, but you, she's still going to give that toilet paper. Stop her! <laughs> you command her to stop. Wow, <laughs> they don't have collars. <laughs> Get her a collar. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, or the other option is uh, the super hot uh, octoling. Girl picks it, and then she did. She is back. Okay, well there you go. Back roll yeah. all the way. Marina is back roll. <laughs> That's the only other reason you'd ever pick back roll. I'm very curious to see the percentages on this. Did you not? Do you not remember the story of the ship and how the back roll can, by gravity fed alone, drop to the ground? What? Yeah, I've seen back rolled toilet paper fall onto the deck into a pile of urine, dude. There's no way the back roll has more gravity pull than front roll. begin to soak it up. That doesn't make sense. Like a litmus test. It does make sense. The back roll would not roll off more than the front roll. It's the same roll. It's disgusting. It's the same thing. It's just facing the other way. You're an animal. (laughs) I am coming over to your house and I'm changing all your rolls. All my rolls are currently front roll. And then I'm going to properly educate your child on what are toys and what are not. (laughs) They're all front roll currently. (laughs) But I, I can understand. Like I can't make myself do back roll but i can understand for everybody out there who's had this experience i understand no there's gonna be a time when your child has goes to the washroom by herself for the first time the lesson here she hits that thing is don't it's gonna have, be fun is don't have children <laughs> anyway kids ruin toilet paper anyway this is the only thing i can think of that maybe supports back roll because i like to try and think of both sides I don't like just going in blindly and being ignorant to everything everything else in the conversation. Not me. I know. <laughs> so there we go. That was the only argument I could come the up with. The one in P1 stands for ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> that is the elite way of spelling it. All right. Yep. That is all I have for news. Yeah, me too. Let's, uh, oh, no. There's one more. What? Uh, Sony's uh, guy stepped down. Oh. Andrew House. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Andrew House is his name. He's gone. What do he do? He's, he, he has stepped down. He didn't step down. He yeah, he's done. He got promoted or something. No, he's gone. What? No, he's still on. He's like a he's on like the board of directors now or I something. I gotta look it up. Alright, look it up. Andrew House isn't gone. Yeah. Nope. It was the Xbox guy that got promoted. Now look it up. Look it up. I'm looking it up. You look that up. You look it up. Uh, I can't look it up. Actually I better because it looks like you're having some shit. 
some mysteries over there. It's called Google. You Google. What are you doing? <laughs> going through this news app. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a news app. It looks like you're like trying to get a book out at the library. I'm going to look up Andrew Hills real quick here. How does the Dewey Decimal System work? <laughs> I don't think they use the Dewey Decimal System anymore. They don't? No, I think now they use the, uh, it's something else. Google. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew Boss, Andrew House leaves. What? Told you. <laughs> Hold on a second here. You Let me read this. Yeah, read it off. Oh, effective immediately. Oh, my God. No. Hold Boom. on. After six years. Oh, my God. Hold on a second here. I don't believe it. What do you mean you don't believe it? I told you. It's in print. I, I said it on this show. It means it has to be fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. House will be replaced by John Codera. What? Yeah. House will remain on as a director and chairman. There you go. Gone. He's out. Oh, through the year to ensure a smooth transition. And that's it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I guess it's confirmed. What does this mean for us, the consumer? Uh, Probably nothing. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a, like... Uh, I didn't know that he was doing anything wrong. Isn't in PlayStation like on top of the world? Yeah, right they now? were crushing it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this was just a personal thing. I don't know. I heard Nintendo sniped him. He's replacing Reggie. Oh. Yeah, he's going to come over and make Nintendo hip. They're going to overproduce How could Nintendo everything. get more hip? Uh, I don't know. It's not like they could get any more current. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's the end of the news segment. All right, let's get into my favorite segment. Uh, the one brought to us by Amp. Oh. The best energy drink you can buy at your local dollar store for one uh, one Canadian dollar. That's like... Yeah, that's like 70 that's like cents They American. pay you to take it in America. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a quarter of a pound. Oh. It's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. So let's talk about uh, the Cartridge Club. Cartridge Club updates. Easy update. Getting so updated. It's part of the show. We're going to talk about some of the podcast videos and blogs that have been uploaded to the community this week. Man, that's a hard sum you always drop there. It is <laughs> a. Uh, it, this week for me has been extremely uh, lacking in oh. any kind of media consumer. Oh my God, me too. So this is going to be rough. I have one podcast and one video this week. Okay, I have two two podcasts. I think one of the videos video. is the same one for us. So, <laughs> Oh, no, two videos. I watched one tonight. Yes, you did. I, yeah. I think I was present. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. It works just... I work with these... Uh, they're new co-workers, but they're not new co-workers because I've worked with them all in the past. One of them I actually went through boot camp with. Oh. Um, and I have I did my, my um, QL5 training with a couple of them. Anyway, I have one of them I sailed the deployment with. I have I have worked with all of them before, but they're, it's sort of like a new unit working together yeah. at this school where they teach leadership. And uh, they spend most of the day driving me crazy. Oh. Uh, like, in a good way. We're friends. Like, we get along. But one of them likes to play music all the time, nonstop. And the other one likes to sing his own lyrics. And they always involve his genitals. I'm very confused. They're playing music? Like, like they're in a band? Or they're no, listening? No, just on his phone. Okay. So, it's very distracting. It's very loud. I don't have a lot of opportunity to just sit by myself. And we all share an office, so. Oh, my God. What are yeah. you doing? I'm so um, used to having no work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there I miss is, those days. There is work. It's just now it's also work and distraction. So oh. my 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 time is way down. And Colleen and I just implemented a no electronic devices when we're home alone together, uh, except for one hour an evening. What? What so, about TV? TV. So no no cell phones, no tablets. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so we come home from work, no cell phones, no tablets until seven o'clock. We what? do do it for an hour. It's an attempt to uh, to communicate more with each other to How's do more going? things together. Yeah, well, we uh, we watched. You guys the seem actually Exorcist pretty happy tonight. Yeah, 
I've not seen you kiss so much. That's because all the kids are out of the house now. There's no more kids here. <laughs> oh, yes. All of the children. Are, Emily is still here every second weekend, but Tennille is gone. Wow. No children in the house. Just Colleen and I and the dogs. Oh, my goodness. Empty house. Yeah. You guys got so, that, what's that, empty nest syndrome or whatever it's called? Nope. <laughs> you seem ter- terribly upset. Um. So that's the update portion. What are we playing this month in the Cartridge Club? Um. Wait, what? That's not the update portion. No, I know. Um, we, that was the what we're up to. We don't normally do that. Oh, that was our update. Por- oh, yeah. So that's our announcements. Us. Yeah. So what uh, what are we playing Boom. this month on the cartridge? Big club? month, big spooky month. Castlevania, mm. Castlevania Four. Man, that's a super game. Super Castlevania Four. I'm on stage six. I'm on the one where the buzzsaw comp- tries to catch up to you. You're climbing Ooh, up the stairs. I'm not there yet. I don't even know what that is. That sounds scary. I think it's like a five. Is there different routes to go in this? No, I don't think. Because I thought I saw like veering paths. Maybe I'm wrong. I know that, I know there isn't three. I must I must just double back at some point towards the beginning. Well, what are you talking about? Are you trying to mess with me right now? No, the map. There's like at one point I do the little thing and I went down the river, but it looked like I could have gone up. Oh man, maybe there is a way that I don't know about. I don't know. Man, let us know, listeners. Yeah. There may be something I've never done. Um Dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And what are we playing in Cartridge Club Portable? We are playing uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah, and Curtis made it okay to play on the Wii U or PS4 or whatever. What do you mean make it okay? Of course you can play it on the Wii U. Well, because it's portable, right? You don't have to play it on the 3DS. Oh, I see. You can play the game however way you can. Yeah, as long as you can. So I'm thinking about diving back into my Wii U version because I really enjoyed what I played of it. It's broken up. It's episodic. So it's that it's you can go in, play a quick chapter, and then you know take off for the day or whatever. It's it. This just sounds like it would be a great Switch game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. It is coming on Switch, right? I don't know. It is, yeah. It's yeah, it is, Switch. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Why do you do that to me? I thought you were going to say, yeah, it's coming out this month. No. <laughs> Told yeah, you, it's been a hard week. I'm pretty sure it's coming out this month, right? You're getting songs about genitals. Oh, God. What a remix. What a great remix. What do you get for podcasts? All right, podcasts. You have, you have two podcasts. I have one, so we'll do a uh, P2 sandwich. Okay, actually, I kind of have like two and a half. All right. Um, and I'm going to do the half first. Cool. So I haven't listened to the new Masters of Unlocking, but there is a new Masters of, of Unlocking. Okay. However, I do want to mention something that um, uh, wasn't, was it Scott or Caleb? I think no, it was Caleb. It has to be Caleb because it's psychology focused. Um, he brought up nostalgia and the definition of nostalgia and how it is designed as, uh, it's like an error in our brain where we just remember the good things about something. When we should be remembering the faults as well, but we can't because it's nostalgia. And that's why it's actually a problem. Stupid kids didn't come with this. And I thought, maybe you were right about the PS1. I was listening to this. I was watching this thing uh, GameStop put out, and it was like, these are sounds that people, kids from the 90s will recognize. And it was a whole bunch of things. And then it had the PlayStation 1 opening sound. When you turn it on, it's like, you know, you know what I mean? It has like the PlayStation logo or whatever. And I thought, holy crap. Pure nostalgia. Yeah. Maybe that's why I love the PS1 so much. Um, there's actually was... So I want to touch base. There were some comments from last week's show. Oh, I love comments. If you're getting into the comments, I just want to say thanks to Pam right quick for mentioning the big sick. I'm definitely going to check that out because it sounds like it could be a quirky love story. Yeah. So first I want to touch on Facebook. Reed came over. Okay. Uh, he was at Cartridge Con, friend of mine. Reed, I did the deployment Reed, with him. Reed. Glasses. Yes. There was a couple people glasses. And read uh, in regards to last week or last week's. Uh, Did he listen? Discussion. Yep. What? Hey, Reed, what's up, man? <laughs> That's crazy. Which one was Reed now? Was he the guy that killed Mega Man too? Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm just looking for it here. Yeah, that's okay. I'll fill the dead air. Here we go. So the PlayStation 1 is better than PlayStation 2. Uh, me and Ryan are kind of having a de- debate about that. Uh, I've been debating a lot of people about games lately. Yeah, I know. I got 85 notifications for your debate. <laughs> Appreciate that. The best part is we both won. So I'm going to read Reed's comment verbatim just because uh, it supports me. But you lost. Um, I really enjoyed this week and especially the discussion about a possible PS1 classic. I'm with P1. I don't think it works, and here's why. Why? I agree with the sentiment that the games look like shit. As an avid emulator, I just tried a few of the classic PS1 games like Crash, Final Fantasy VII, Einhander, MGS, Twisted Metal, and Gran Turismo just for shits and giggles without any modern texture filtering, anti-aliasing, or shaders to clean everything up. They didn't hold up. (laughs) Some were barely playable. Others just looked bad. There was a reason Nintendo didn't use many textures in Star Fox that had nothing to do with the, the fill rate of the Super FX chip. Eight kilobyte low res textures look like garbage. Yeah, the Star Fox is ugly. <laughs> uh, also, the NES and Super NES were from an era in gaming that was m- so much less fragmented than the PS One. We all had Nintendo growing up, except for that weird kid who had a Genesis, who we were only friends with for Sonic. Mm-hmm. There is a tremendous collective nostalgia when it comes to the big N that other companies just can't trade on, because every single one of their classic releases was good. When the PS One came out, it was expensive and entered into a market where the SNES was already sold solidly established. Sure, it sold like crazy, but so did Saturn, initially, and N64, and Dreamcast, and PC. So that was Reed's comment, and I thought, man, I feel really good about myself right now. Yeah. And then I went to uh, the forums. Hold on, I have, to, I have to speak about that comment first. Okay. All right, first of all, let's just take a look here. <laughs> it's on uh, Facebook. Hold on. Do you even have Facebook? This is the first time P2 is logged into Facebook. I'm not going on Facebook. You're crazy. Uh-huh. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to see how many the... Okay, PlayStation 1 sold. Guess how many millions of units? 35. Okay, 102 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Now, um, what were the other things he mentioned? Super Nintendo he mentioned. Guess how many of that sold? Eight. 49. Half the amount of PlayStation. Wow. So, in case you're... If you're worried about the, the attachment rate, don't worry. PlayStation's got you covered, Reed. PlayStation Mini's coming. But guess how much the PlayStation 2 is sold? Uh, 154. That is very close. Yes, 155. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's the only thing beating the DS. Wow. So I went to the forums. Okay. And normally I wouldn't talk about the comments on the forums. This is fun. But this was a good time. Okay. Um, I love video game discussions. So Pam was up first. <laughs> Pam actually uh, listened to the podcast and put the first post up for the, the show mm-hmm. to make the comments. And Pam says... Thank you, Pam. I agree with P1. Polygons are ugly. It's true. However, <laughs> I also think a PS1 Classic would sell just fine. Oh, yes. Um, what I think would keep it from... Uh, plenty. Of, she says there's plenty of nostalgia to mine there. What I think would keep it from being made is not ugly graphics, but technical limitations. Uh, bigger disc-based games, some multi-disc on the console. I think a PS1 Mini would be the best choice for another one, but I wouldn't buy it. And then mm. she mentions the, the movie to you. She makes a good point. It would definitely require... Because what, what's on the uh, Super Nintendo and NES Classic for, for memory? memory? I don't it's know. It's like nothing. It's like dirt. Yeah. So then Miles drops his top 25 PS1 games. He's all for it. Uh, Agent, he, sorry, he dropped what? Top 25 PS1 games. He's like, these what? are the ones I wanted. To I have to go read this. Yeah, you should log into the form sometime. Do you even have an account? <laughs> I'm going now. You to, have to register. Let me know what you do and I'll it, it's confirm it. really lurker, so lurker Agent, friendly. So then Agent Poyo jumps in and he, I love it. Agent Poyo has some of the, the best comments. I really, Very insightful. really enjoy interacting Very with Very insightful stuff. Let's um, see if he's right. So he says, <laughs> I have to strongly disagree with the belief that the polygonal era is as ugly as P1 made it out Boom. to be. Boom. 
There are plenty of clever uses of polygons. You've got the polygons like that of Final Fantasy VII, but then you have the polygons like that of Chrono Cross and Final Fantasy IX. It's a huge difference. And then there are games that use 2D and 3D or went with a 2.5D angle. I'm not saying you can't easily find examples of ugly polygonal games, Mm -hmm. but acting like the entire PS1 era is fugly is pushing it. Yeah, he's right. He ain't lying. He is. So then he gets into uh, some discussion on um, limitations and what he thinks they would have. He thinks 15 games would be the sweet spot for the PS1 uh, because the NES had 30, the SNES had 20. Um, he says, given the cost of 32-bit games on the PlayStation oh, Network, that is they'd t- probably put about 15 games. And then somebody else later on points out, I think it's Diego, points out that at roughly 720 megs per game, yeah. rounded up to a gig, That's- you know, you could... Uh, sorry. Um, I want to get that number right. because that. I my- would say they're more like 500 on average, but I, I definitely see his point. If you're counting the Final Fantasies, for sure, they are a lot bigger. Yeah, so they but talk... the average, I would say They're talking single-disc games. They don't really get into multi-disc games. Um, multi-disc games shouldn't be a problem for emulation. They can do it on the uh, eShops. Shouldn't be a problem. 700 megabytes of data. He says round it up to a cool gigabyte. You could put 15 single-disc games, including your operating system, uh, on, a, uh, on a PS1 mini console uh, with 16 gigs of flash memory in there. But how much, um, how much cost are we talking? If the NES is... Or the Super Nintendo is a hundred here, and that's got maybe like two gigabytes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, some great, great, great discussion on the forums about last week's uh, chat. I love it, and I'm loving these lists. Oh my god! So, Masters of Unlocking <laughs> talked about what got us on this topic. Come back to me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> nostalgia, it plays a big factor in right. what you love. Yeah. Um, so was I right when I said that last week? Uh, it's all a matter of opinion. Chances yeah. are, I mean, some some very intelligent people whose opinions I, I greatly uh, I was most are pointing out that I was probably wrong. You're, you're <laughs> probably wrong. I was mostly referring to the indie development. You were talking about how indie developers don't take on the... Right. And I think that, that raises a good point. If with all the nostalgia attached to it, can you look past the limitations of early polygons? Yeah. It's easier to look past. Limitations is another great topic we're going to dive into with the Q-Dogs there. Ooh, really? Limitations? Yeah. yeah. It's what Derek keeps referring to, the lack of save states in older games. Eric. Derek. Oh, Derek. Oh, Because it's a limitation of the hardware. Anyway. So, so when we talk about Eric's video, we're going to also mention yeah. what Derek said. I got you. I got you. Okay. Boom, getting heavy. I love it. I love these type of discussions because they're all video game related. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to keep going? No, I want to go Medium Mavens next. Do it. So Medium Mavens this week, uh, this is the one podcast I listen to. They talk about the handmaids. Oh. What? It's the only one I've heard. I didn't even hear Easy Allies. I'm not even talking about that, but carry on. Oh, and SDC. Okay, there it is. Right, right, right. SDC. Yeah, that yeah. was Friday. I wow, keep... way to drop the boys. Well, That's... by by recording Holy... on Thursdays, it has been so far removed since I listened Man, to SDC. I thought you were a big SDC fan, but you're forgetting about them already. That is harsh. Harsh. I got them fresh on the brain. Are you done? Media Mavens talked about Handmaid's Tale. Have you seen the show? <laughs> no, or read the book? my God, am I interested in that. It sounds very interesting. It is crazy good and terrifying that I think it could actually be a reality. No, there's no way it could be reality. I don't know, Isn't man. Isn't it like concubines and stuff? Yeah, so the United States has this civil war. The people that take over end up uh, almost reverting back to medieval ruling uh, and their greatest export becomes uh, women who are fertile. 
Oh wait, is the is the world infertile? Yeah, the world's having problems with. Uh, well, that's a big thing to mention. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they just they treat the women like concubines. Wow, it's uh, it's a it's a decent show. Just out of curiosity, are there certain women who are for this and certain women against it, or are they just all against it? Some of them, I mean, in the show, they portray them as being for it and against it. There's a, really? a mixture of the two, yeah. Okay. Some of them believe that it's right. Um, so, because the infertile women, who are considered like the nobility, the rich women, are married to these men who they, who no man can be infertile. That's not a possibility. Uh, they just say that. Oh. It's obviously not true, but they say that. Right. So, so if somebody can't have they a baby, take, they blame... They send the handmaid... Then they do this weird sex ceremony where the wo- the wife sits on the bed, the handmaid lays with her head between the wife's legs, and then the husband screws the handmaiden to try and get her pregnant. It's a check the show out. It's really good. Yeah, that sounds very intense. Especially if you like deviant love stories, because there is a. I don't like deviant. Okay. I just like quirky but love. There story. is there is an interesting love story in this. <laughs> okay, I'm sold. I love interesting love story. Yeah. Hey, did I, did I mention Peanuts Joseph- last week? Peanuts? Peanuts. The movie Peanuts. I don't think you did. I never mentioned the Peanuts movie? I don't think so. Dude, quirky love story in Peanuts. Yeah. I choked up. I'm oh, not going to lie. redhead girl? I choked up. Good job. I choked up at the bus scene. Uh, That's all I'm saying. Great movie. Uh, so check out The Handmaid's Tale. Medium Women's talked about that. Then they talked about Star Trek Discovery. Um, yeah. Okay, so what's your opinion on Star Trek Discovery? I haven't watched it. I probably won't. I haven't liked a Star Trek since Deep Space Nine. Okay, so what's the Medium Maven's opinion on Star Trek uh, Discovery? Pam's uh, cautiously optimistic at this point. I like she's it. She's seen the first two episodes. She's reserving judgment. Okay. And I know that on Twitter she said she saw the third episode and it was a little better for her. Oh, very good. I did hear a lot of good stuff about the third episode from a few different people. Yeah. So then and, I, and, uh, and I think about it. Pam was one of them and I think Bill was one of them. Yeah. I asked them to suggest a book for me to read. Okay. Riley suggested Jurassic Park three times. Uh, I have actually <laughs> already read Jurassic Park. She's right. It's fantastic. Um, is it different than the movie? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. And better. It's much better. Oh. Uh, she also suggested The Man in the High Castle. Now, that's a television show that I really enjoyed. Yes. I would love to get into that book. So that might be on my list next. Interesting. Interesting. As well, she suggested the Fortune's Pawn series, which is a uh, space... Uh, Series, space, uh, okay, trilogy. I think you said it was. Uh, Pam then suggested a book called The Magus, which apparently has uh, uh, vibes of the game. Remember the game with Michael Douglas? Yeah, I do. She, she said it has vibes like that, uh, based in an older time on a Greek That's island. That's one where it's like they're messing with him the whole time, but he doesn't know it. Yeah, man, that was a messed up movie. Yeah, that was good. You just spoiled it. Did I? Yeah, you're a jerk. No, because doesn't it end up they weren't messing with him? <laughs> and then uh, she also suggested anything by Christopher Moore, such as The Island of the Sacred Love Nun, and a book called Annihilation, which is being made into a movie. Uh, she she hasn't read that yet, but she wants to read it herself. So I think I'm going to grab that and The Man in the High Castle. Well, there you go. You Great got episode. A lot of good uh, And I, you were right. You nailed it. It's not the lack of a topic that does it for me. It's the chemistry. I know. I got you. I got you pegged. Yeah. That's why there's two of them. Look at this. Look at this guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do it. STC. S.T. Sizzle. Hit me with your notes. All right. Oh, God. My notes are so weird for S.T.C. There's always weird notes. Um, but Joe got his Vita. I, I realize that is yep. one of my notes. Very exciting stuff. Okay, so how he got his Vita is very interesting to me. Sony Refurbish Center. Refurbishment Center. Do we yeah. have that here? I don't think so. You know what's really cool is I got my Vita inbox for 100 bucks years ago. Wow. From a guy at work. Didn't know it was him. Just a guy in Kijiji. I remember he gave me Madden and there was like Coke lines on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, care. Uh, it was 100 bucks. I put my Vita in a box and gave it to Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. 
Um, but yeah, congrats on the Vita, Joe. I'm actually curious, Joe, uh, what games you looking for most? Uh, maybe we'll hear that on the next STC. Uh, Hot Tub Sexy Ladies is my next uh, note. It's going to take me a minute to remember what this is about. <laughs> I don't remember that conversation. I remember the hot tub because they went to Joe's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember now. So, yeah, they had the sleepover at Joe's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Bill was like, I want to get in the pool. Right. And and somebody said, if you go to Joe's house, you're getting wet or something yeah. like that. You got to get wet or something. But there was a story related to the hot tub that I just can't remember. But anyway, cool that they got in the hot tub alone. That's, that's cool. I wish we had a hot tub. We should do weekly in a hot tub someday. Not a chance. Dude, they could do STC in a hot tub. Dude, how are we going to fucking get these mics in a hot tub? They'll figure it out. They can do it first, and then they can tell us. They're the professionals. Um, oh, sexy ladies. Oh, right. They were at some restaurant or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Bill Joe was... was like, Joe. And Joe was like, Bill, look. Look, you got to look right now. Look right now. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get him to look at baseball highlights. Yeah. And Bill's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. Love Joe, that. Joe's quite the wingman. Yeah, I loved it. Love that funny story. I love when they rib each other. It's always so good. Um, oh, also, whenever Bill does the impression of Joe talking about Recore, so good. Yeah. So good. I'm not into that stupid <laughs> name. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, <laughs> um, and then they talked about Shakespeare trivia. And I put Joe Thello because I thought that sounded yeah. funny. Uh, so I'm hoping that we hear some Shakespeare trivia next episode. I hope we hear any trivia. I like the Joe trivia. I liked even when Bill put the music on that time and he didn't have it ready. Yeah. Just to get the hairs on Joe's back of his neck standing up. Yep. Love it. And that is all I have for STC. Great episode as always. Can't wait for tomorrow so I can hear it again. Yeah, me too. Well, you got any notes there for STC? Why aren't you taking STC notes? Because uh, I'm driving usually when I'm listening well, to STC. Well, get Colleen to take them. Yeah, that's going to happen. Or remember it and write it down when you park. No. I like to just be in the moment with them. Yeah, well, if you could be in the moment and take notes, you'll have hot tub sexy lady <laughs> notes. Right, I will. You're right. I'll take notes this week, I promise. All right, good. Okay, so the last up, I have Flock Talk. Um, okay, first of all, Catherine's review. Sorry, I shouldn't even say review. Uh, she talked about the shape of water and how... That's where the fish does the girl, right? How hyped she was for it. She, in fact, said that not only was she on the hype train... That she was the conductor of the hype train. Choo-choo. Yeah. And I thought, if she's the conductor, I'm probably the guy shoveling the coal in. Uh-huh. She's yelling down at me faster. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm shoveling as hard as I can because I need to see this movie bad. So she thought, holy crap, I can't wait to see this. this is, she said, as she's going into the movie, I'm about to watch the best movie I've ever seen. And you know what? She said that might be true. She loved it. Oh, wow. I was so excited. I was so nervous when she said that. I was like, oh my God, she's going to say she hated it. And then she said she loved it. I was like, oh. And you started shoveling faster. Oh, I was shoveling, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those two months cannot go by. And she mentioned that. She mentioned how jealous I was. And I was jealous. Oh, there's a scene in the movie. She lives above this movie theater. They were in the theater that they were filming it in. Cool. Isn't that cool as hell? They live above a movie theater? Nope, you're not getting it. So in the movie, yep. <laughs> the girl lives above a movie theater. Okay. Then they're watching the movie. Catherine was watching the movie. In the actual theater that they filmed the movie in. Catherine was watching the movie in the theater below her apartment. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Miles does the projector. It's great. It's a good, good team. <laughs> and that is all I have 
for podcasts. Shovel harder. <laughs> oh, man, I'm shoveling. I can't wait to see that movie. There were some other podcasts that came oh, out. I had other notes. They talked about horror horror movies and stuff. I just there was an off kilter. We still haven't talked about horror games. Um, I haven't heard the nature one yet. Yeah, just been busy. So yeah, uh, we'll do our best to get to them. Please don't hate us, and if you do, you can send all hate mail to uh, contact at cartridgeclub.org. We could we could easily just plug the live podcast again for Polykill because it was great. Yeah. Also, bonus barrel is not released yet. It is supposed to be up either tonight or tomorrow. But uh, I'm gonna pretend that I seen it for a sec. Uh, this month they're talking about horror games, so it's a horror themed month. I hope Shelby does the editing. It's always best when Shelby does the editing. That is a fact. Or when Sagey does it. When any of them do it, it's good. Or when Left does it. Are you just trying to single Rob out? Or when Rob does the editing. <laughs> well, then who? I just want someone to put a show up. They will put it up. <laughs> so this this week they're talking about but games. Rob, see, when we said their their release times are sporadic, Rob yelled at us and said they're not sporadic. <laughs> they're Wednesdays. We announced it's Wednesdays. Unless Rob edits, and then it's Sundays. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> this... Or if Shelby edits, and then it's Thursdays. Well, not necessarily. So the day of the week depends on who's editing. So they need to tell us at the start of the month <laughs> who's editing that month so I know what day to look for their show. That's not a bad idea. Here I am getting excited on Wednesday. Then nothing shows up. Then I got to walk around all day excited. You know how embarrassing that is? Yeah, it's going to be hard is getting two bonus barrels on weekly next week. I'm going to have to make sure I get them both in me. But this week they're talking about games that are unintentionally scary. Why are they talking about horror games? Because it's October. Okay. So it's scary game month. But they're talking about games that scared them that weren't intended to scare them. Do you, do you have any like that? Uh, games that freak Joe, maybe give you a creepy feeling? They actually mentioned this a little bit on Flock Talk, too. No. Dead yeah. Space. That is supposed to scare you. Oh. Think of other games that did that. Like, Resident uh, Evil. No, dumb. <laughs> Not Resident Evil. Eternal Darkness. I hate you. <laughs> I'm looking around here. There's got to be some. Silent Hill. Oh my God! <laughs> what about like, like one of the Beautiful Joe? I oh Journey. <laughs> when when you're in that underwater one, yeah, and that dragon shoots out, that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, when you're underneath, under the ground, yeah. there. I yeah. mean, maybe that's not really on point. Oh, uh, Alien Isolation. You are an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be other ones that we're not thinking of. Oh, Parasite Eve. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move into videos. Moving on. We got two videos for me this week. You got two for you? I got one. Did you see Caleb's uh, Our Pokemon uh, Fans Being Used video? No, but what's it about? It I haven't seen it. I was hoping you'd seen it. I'm watching it right it sounds now. Sounds intriguing. This. I bet you I can guess what it's about. Pokemon fans. Done. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just read Yoshi's question, and there's no way we can answer it. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, so I've seen the Q-Dog House, or do you want to do yours first? No, let's do Q-Dog House. Q-Dogs! So, um, lot to take away from this video. They crammed a lot in this week. Yeah, for the first up, Eric got a SNES Classic. Boom! And he- then walked into another store and got another one for Melissa's brother. Yeah, not only did he get on the hype train, he bought two tickets just to have somebody sit next to he him. He woke up that morning thinking, uh, maybe I'll check it out on my way to work if it's not busy. Right. And then went from that to... I'm going to all the stores. I'm buying all the SNESs. And yeah, all the SNES classics, they're mine now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I checked. I back I back on checked some of the uh, eBay listings. None of them go to the QDocos. Oh, good. Phew. Yeah, so he has one now, and he's on board. And uh, I'm excited for him. Um, I don't know why he wasn't planning on getting one originally. What do you think about that? Why wasn't he planning on getting one, you think? Do you think because he already owns all the games, probably? Maybe. Maybe. 
But anyway, maybe. Um, most importantly, I think he didn't want to deal with the hassle. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, okay, so let's talk about. So, yeah, so there's that. He beat. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, Melissa. Mrs. Mrs. Cute. I was going to say Mega Man yeah. Two. That's four Cartridge Club Game of the Months in a row. Boom. I don't even know. No, I've so I've done the same four in a row that she has done. But yeah, that is my longest. The same streak. four. So now it's like her and I neck and neck to see oh, which of you us cannot compete with the one console queen. So now we're on a Super Castlevania Four. Oh, this that's is a crazy. tough one. That's yeah. a tough one. But if you save state, it'll be easy. You could both easily beat it. It's like watching a Let's Play. It's the same thing as, as doing save states. Just watch a Let's Play and say you beat it. <laughs> so on this episode, they were talking about save states. <laughs> and they were talking about our debate on Twitter as to whether or not save states are cheating, right? Yeah. Um. So Derek and Eric really got into it on Twitter. I kind of got into it a little bit um, because, in my opinion... What's your opinion? I know we've discussed this before. No, they're not. It's a, it's a it's a game. It's a hobby. It's a toy. Well, you can't cheat in games. You know, it's not a it's not a competitive game. You're playing, but you can't cheat. You can cheat in competitive games. Yes, only in competitive games can you cheat. Yeah, but you're only cheating. No. What about game genies? What do game genies do? What? What do game genies do? It's like applying an easy mode. What? No, if the developer doesn't offer easy mode, then so there if, is no so easy if mode. So it's something the developer, developer offers, then, it, then it's not cheating? Correct. Okay, they offer save states. No, the emulator does, no. not the developer of the game. Did Nintendo not develop Super... Ca- or did Nintendo no. not develop uh, the games in the Super Nintendo Classic? No. They didn't? No, they didn't. They simply licensed them. All of them. They didn't develop Super Mario World. Uh, Super Mario World, I guess. They sure. didn't develop uh, but, Yoshi's but, Island. But the ROMs that are on there do not have save states included. The emulator does. That's like saying I could download any game. I put it in an emulator. Oh, now, now save states aren't cheating because I'm using an emulator. And therefore, it's not cheating. I don't. <laughs> it's okay to cheat. There's nothing wrong with cheating. It's not cheating. <laughs> it's fun to cheat. It's not cheating. You can have lots of fun cheating. It's it's a video. It, it is a hobby that you do for fun. But as Eric said, this is just our thoughts. If you don't agree with it, that's cool. If you don't think cheating... What Eric actually said was... <laughs> what did you have written That down? he plays by yes. his rules. Yes. But you can play by yours. Yes, exactly. So if you don't think it's cheating, then it's not cheating for you. But <laughs> it's cheating. <laughs> See, the biggest problem is... Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how many people say, oh, you beat it that way. Oh, you didn't legitimately beat it. Oh, you did. I don't no, care. Nobody would ever say that to to anybody. They say it all the time. No, you only say it about yourself. You say it. Only about myself. I'm walking around right now with my... Uh, you beat it. My Mega Man 2 badge. You beat the hell out of it. And it says beat on hard mode. You, no, you can't put beat it on hard mode. I put it on difficulty and I beat it. On difficult and I beat it. All right. As long as it was on difficult. Yeah. Then you can put that. Yeah. It's your badge. Yeah. It only represents you. That's right. Not me. Your badge doesn't represent me. That's right. It represents you. That's right. And I have more badges than you because I don't uh, limit myself in how I play. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Mine will accurately reflect. Eric actually said on Twitter today <laughs> that his uh, posts don't say when he beat the game. I love They that. say when he completes the Oh, my the God. Games. I love how specific that is. This guy is so meticulous. It it gets my nips hard every time. <laughs> when he, I never noticed that. He actually puts complete or beat. That is genius. Yeah. Ugh. A man after my own heart. I want a list of all those rules. So Yoshi spent four hours interrupting the Mega Man 2 podcast. Interrupting us. The, and now he's interrupting us in the recording <laughs> of Weekly. Not, she was on the podcast. 
Yoshi. Oh my goodness. Stop texting me math. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, he didn't even. <laughs> Kidding, um, Yoshi. We love you. Okay, what were we just saying about? Um, so yeah, um, I don't remember. Oh, I want the rules. I would love the challenge. What's the difference between save stating between levels and using the password system? Nothing. Uh, well, if you save state, you keep your score and you keep your items. You don't with a password? No. It starts you off with no items and no score. Man, that sounds like a massive limitation of the hardware. No. Oh my God, no. This is what they intended to put in the game. But we don't know what they actually We don't know do. if it's what they intended to put in the game. We, we don't. know. We know that this is what they had to put in the game based on the hardware availability at the time. You just nailed it. We we know what they put in the game. We but we but can speculate. We know what, oh. but what they had to. Yeah. We, we well, don't know no, what they well, wanted to no. put in. Speculation. Right. <laughs> we can speculate. But we actually know what they put in the game. Period. Because they were limited. Because <laughs> they had to live by the limitations of their No. They maybe, did. Maybe. 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 Sure. Did. Sure. It, it is a distinct possibility. Why would anybody use a password system when you could just use a save slot? Uh, because it saves money on batteries. They didn't Hardware want, limitation. They didn't want to pay. No. No. Money. Because they were cheap. Money limitation. Maybe. But it's still their choice. They made the choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they made the choice to license that game to Nintendo and said, go ahead and let people save state it. But definitely, like I said before, like Eric, I have a very strict guideline that I apply to myself, but I still respect everybody who plays it however they want. Yeah. As long as you're having fun, that's okay with me. Yeah. But how do like, you feel about uh, video game uh, reviewers using save states? I don't care. This is getting deep now. You know how everybody's talking about game journalists should be able to be good at video games and stuff. Uh, that's that's the argument right now. That it's actually happening on the internet. Okay. Um, and I don't think they are sport. Do sports writers have to be good at sports? Uh, just hold on. I don't. This you don't play a sport when you're watching it. Anyway. Um. So, I don't think you have to be good at video games, but I think you should play the games the way that they were intended. But if you're going to review them. You agree? Well, if the game has save states, if the game has save states, I'm fine. Go ahead, but it won't. Most games today do. <laughs> what? No, they don't. A lot of modern games do. A lot of saving checkpoints. Yeah, checkpoints. Check checkpoints are completely legitimate. They're just like save states. They are not. No. Oh my it's God. not. No. So you get to a point in the game where it check it saves. Okay, you're here right now. You walk into the next room and you die, and it loads you right back to where you were last. Yeah. That's not a save state. No, it's a checkpoint. What is a save state then? Uh, it's something that is added on through emulation usually or some other device. <laughs> it performs the same function. It changes the game. Performs the same function. It I'm just adding checkpoints. You can't add anything to the game. You are not the coder for the game. Maybe I should be. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Maybe you should do that. Uh, Cartridge Club uh, Classic Remix Mini or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard for me to get worked up about this because I really don't care. I'm going to play the games how I want to play the games. Yes, of course uh, you should. And if it bothers, if it bothers anybody, it how bother I me. play the games, it doesn't. Um, this is then... just personal reasons. I love Eric's even more hardcore than me, and yeah. I want to beat. Okay, like, ooh. do you? So do you think when they're sitting there playing the games at home that uh, Eric is looking at Melissa, going, "Oh, you're using safe states." No, nobody, nobody's really here to judge. That. Nobody's judging anybody. It's just personal. It's all it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean. 
I just I don't. Uh, I want the list of see, rules. See, by but you're making you're making me feel like there's this elite group of gamers walking around holding their noses up. Like, no, you could beat it however you want. I'm just going to beat it the real yeah, way. Yeah, do it. Yeah, you could go ahead and cheat and win. That's yeah. fine. But I'm not going to do it. No, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> oh, it's so hypocritical. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, no judgment. But really, you should but, uh, just... No judgment. As but, long as you're having fun, who cares? No judgment, but I really beat it, and you're a scrub. Well, I didn't say it. <laughs> but as long as yeah. you're having fun, that's so what anyway, games Melissa are So anyway, Melissa and I are four games in a row, uh, and Melissa, I want to hold strong with you. Let's beat Super Castlevania 4 together, because we're going to need a jump straight on next month's Mass Effect 2. Oh, dude, I need to play through first one first. Do I have the trilogy? I don't think you do. I think I do. Well, if you do, I would love to borrow it. Does it come with three discs, or is it all on one disc? Three. Three discs? I don't know. I haven't opened it if I own it. <laughs> you haven't we'll look it? at it after. I see Mass Effect 3. Okay. But I don't see Trilogy. That's all I got for... Oh, uh, so I can, I'm looking forward to hearing the, 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 the comments on this, just like we did last week. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And Reed, what do you think, dude? What do you think of save states? Reed beat Mega Man 2 in 18 and a half minutes. Wait, how many save states did he use? <laughs> All right. He actually killed his first two men on purpose and then just went through with the last man and <laughs> didn't get anyone Just to else. do it. Oh, that's that's what I wanted to say. I want the list of rules from Eric, and I want someone... I want Eric. Because you want to see how badly that he is beating... Because Eric's... So Eric should probably call the show because he actually beats the games, unlike you, who just sort of beats the games with your continues, your dirty continues. I want Eric to send me the list of the rules and whatever the hardest game is that he has beaten. Or any game, really. Maybe don't start me with the hardest. <laughs> but, like, one of the games that stood out to him that, man, when I beat this legit, it felt good. I want that. See, it's the word legit that bothers me. I want to know what... That's... No, legit Eric rules. That's, oh, okay. what I, that's what I'm talking about. I okay. want to know what he feels like when he beats a game. You know what I'm saying? He probably feels the same way that I feel like when I beat a game. Cool, I beat that game. Yeah, no, I get that too, but I want to actually beat it the way Eric beats it. But there's no difference. Beating it is beating it. You just no. said yourself, beating it yourself... You beat it your way. He beats it his way. I want to beat it his way. That's what I'm saying. But beating it his way might not feel good to you. It will feel good. If Eric feels good, I will feel good. Eric might like to beat it a different way than you. It might just be, at the end of it, you might be like, you know what? That was too hard. That drugged me out. I'm really not into it. If he can help me beat it, then we could beat it together. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm saying if he helps me beat, if he helps, if he gives me the list of rules, it will help me beat it the way he beats it. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> I want to He didn't like Eric I just want to know Because his list of rules is. I, I just want to know rule how one. Eric feels when he beats it Dude, rule one You know what rule one is? It isn't no save states Guess what it is? No continues yeah. I love it Yeah, That is hardcore So last night I got to that money level Like level nine Oops I've been hitting my phone like crazy talking about this. Uh, level nine in and uh, in, in notifications keep popping up from Yoshi, so it keeps turning on. <laughs> so uh, level nine in Castlevania four, I lost my last life, and I thought I lost it. I lost rule one. What yeah. the hell's rule two? So you didn't actually beat the game. No, I haven't finished it yet. No, but you won't have. You had to continue, so you didn't legitimately beat it. Not Eric's way. No, legitimately. Legitimately, not Eric's way. No. So oh, so you beat it with a continue. I haven't beaten it yet. Okay. 
Happy, no, that's, I mean, that's good. I'm happy for you. You can beat whoever you want. If you just continues, that's fine. Yes, it is fine for anybody who wants to do it that way. It is still a legitimate win to you. But you know who it isn't a legitimate win to? <laughs> My boy, Eric. <laughs> and I can't you wait. You were making Eric sound way more elitist. No. Eric, Eric was like, at the end of the, Eric was like, no. yeah, so we have these rules and my brothers and I came it's up with. It's just his personal And it's rules. what we play by. And, you know, I don't I don't expect everybody You're to You're making it sound you, this way. You play by your own rules. I'm not. Yes, you are. Because you're like, oh, it's just because I use sales days. I'm something wrong with me. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I want to beat it like Someday I will beat it like Eric, but I need to know the list. Maybe of the you rules. Can go to Portland and he could show you how he beats it. Rule number two is probably like you gotta hold the controller upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. All right, um, there All was right. Some, there was blogs this week as well. Dean uh, did another review and he did another Merchandise Monday. Again, I just I haven't had any time at all. I know, but you almost skipped over Second Breakfast. Oh, smokes! Yeah, so I watched Second Breakfast. Smokes. Uh, Musty t- uh, highlighted his top three uh, most fun, unique. Items in his gaming yeah. collection. I think it's like three items in my collection that I love. Yeah, or something. And it was the gunblade, yeah. and then Which I don't want to spoil blade. the others. But he had to tag some people. Okay. Uh, he tagged uh, the RF crew. Are we allowed to spoil that? Richard Fandango. Sure. He also tagged uh, Curtis from Girlfriend Versus. Boom. And he tagged the crew over at Polykill. I think he tagged both girlfriends. Or no, I think girl- it was just Curtis. No, 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 Layla. Yeah. Okay. Layla's uh, favorite collection piece is Curtis. So. Understandable. Yeah. He's quite a treasure. He is. Mm. I should be so lucky. I'd like to get one mint in box. <laughs> me too. Um, That's okay. it for update. You want to move into answers? I do want to move we into answers. We cut two segments out of the show. We're still cruising over an hour. I don't know how. Probably because we're talking about video games more now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Not just forcing topics. Then. Yeah. <laughs> just right. to have a topic. So uh, first up from... So Derek asks... Should all games use text for dialogue, or is voice acting better and enabled by technology? Does P2 like fun? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do love fun. Um, I like... It depends on the game for me. If there's a lot of reading, um, I, if there's a lot of dialogue, I would actually prefer there to be written. Because if it's spoken, I will wait to skip to the next dialogue box until they finish speaking it. But I read much faster than the voice actors talk. Hmm. I so games okay. Will... How about uh, I, will, I will agree with you for a point. But the biggest problem with that is if you get a bad voice actor. Mm. One bad voice actor is enough to ruin a game. Yeah. Um. For that reason, I would like to have the option of both. I'll always give voice acting a try. But the second I'm turned off, I want Japanese and subtitles immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, I, I prefer. I don't know. I I'm okay with some voice dialogue, but I prefer to read because then I can play the game. I don't need to have headphones on. I can play it in silence. That's also true. Octopath is a perfect example. The voice actors, while probably as good as possible, just were not very good to me. Yeah. The second I had Japanese voice actors with with text, oh, I was in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Diego asks, how many games for a single system is too many to be released in a single week? Is there such a thing? I think there is. Um. I think it's better to focus. So I think it's better to release uh, this is very interesting. one large-ish game. Not doesn't have to be a AAA title, but one game that is um, a higher indie title. Mm-hmm. And then if you touch on all of the other genres with uh, smaller indie titles or digital title, digital only titles, 
Uh, that's good. So I would say somewhere in the range of five to seven a week, um, with one of them being a decent size. Uh, and then once a month, I think you should have your, your large AAA. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you looking at this from... This is purely... Is this a consumer perspective or from a business perspective? Oh, uh, I don't think that's either. I don't think anybody wants what I just said. Consumers or businesses. Well, then what are you talking it's about? It's just what I would like. Okay, no, that's fine. All right, look at it from your perspective. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, a business is probably, as long as they're quality games, there's no such thing as too many, as long as they can space them out over the course of the month, like over the year. So you're thinking they should space them out. A business is, wants to, they don't want to have a down period, right? So they want to make sure everything is hitting, something is hitting every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least one thing. Uh, we'll look at it this way then. But they need to release more than one thing a week because if right. it's something that not everybody's interested in, but hold so on, they need hold to try on. and cast a wide you're net. You're thinking of it as like Sony. Think about it as the publishers. They don't want to develop, they don't want something coming out the same week as Mario Odyssey, for example. No. Oh, no. If I'm a publisher. Right. Yeah. So if I'm not the game company, I was thinking right. of it as this, this system's company. Right. Right. If I'm just a publisher. Like, uh, like when does it hurt them? <laughs> yeah, you want to limit. You yeah. want to make sure you're putting only only on quality. You want to spread that out. As a consumer, I don't think there's a limit. You dump them all in. I'm going to get to them eventually. But those games, some of them aren't going to sell as well. It's but like you hurt said, them. they don't want to go out like Assassin's Creed and Wolfenstein 2 are both going to have yeah. hard weeks going up against Mario Odyssey. And each other, yeah, for sure. And all- yeah, all of three of those are going to cause each other pain. Well, Mario Odyssey will be all right. But yeah, the other two for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, in, as, in terms of a, a consumer, I don't care. Release them all as quickly as possible, and I'll just get to it eventually, years down the line, if even. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter to me as long as they're out there and available. The sooner they're out, the sooner they're getting cheaper. For me, the ideal, I, I can't really look at it weekly. For me, the ideal is once a month, a triple A title, a major triple A title. Mm-hmm. Um, and then weekly, as long as I get one or two smaller indie games, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you don't want a drought. You just want consistent, right? Regular fun. Okay. Makes sense. But that's, that's me. I am not the everyman. You know what? Back in the day, I probably would have been in the exact same boat as you, but where I have no time anymore, you can dump them all today and I'll get to them eventually. It won't yeah. matter to me when they come out. Okay, cool. Good question. Uh, next up from Matt, uh, WGS Matt, AD Defense. Is there a Canadian food better than poutine? Ooh. And why is the answer fuck no? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's it. I guess he answered it. I am partial to Donaire's. But is that a Canadian food? No. Uh, I think the way we eat them are, yeah. I know that the maritime style Donaire is its own thing. So so let's count that because that would be my favorite if yeah. that's an option. If not, I would go with poutine, I guess. Yeah, it's hard to argue with poutine. Yeah. Uh, don't air maritime don't air if that's an option poutine's good but i don't like mine smothered in gravy i don't want soggy fries all right it's time for a confession you've never had a poutine i've never had a poutine wow i've had fries and gravy i love fries and gravy i've never had the curds never had the curds in there afraid of the curds we're moving on afraid i won't like it afraid i would ruin my fry and gravy dish chris r the bass guy or bass guy i'm not sure if he's really into fishing or if he's really into music Maybe both. Um, what are your thoughts on Toys R Us filing for bankruptcy protection? And will Nintendo products save them this holiday season? Is that a possibility that uh, if they have a good selling season, maybe nope. that's why they're going into business because Nintendo's been sucking? Nope. Let me ask you a question. How much money do you think retailers make on the Super Nintendo Classic? It retails for 100 Canadian uh, and I'd it's say, like 80 know, US. How much do you think a retailer makes? 25 bucks. No. What? Lower. Lower than 25 bucks? Lower. Mm, 20 bucks. Lower. 15 bucks. Lower. 10 bucks. Lower. 5 bucks. Higher. 7.98. $7. <laughs> wow. That's EB Games. Crappy. 
mom and pop shops, Best Buys, Walmarts. The profit margin for a Super Nintendo Classic at these locations Oof. is seven dollars. That can't be seven dollars. That's horrible. So in order for Nintendo to save Toys R Us, they would have to sell a hundred million units. Well, they just don't have that in <laughs> stock. Yeah. $7 is what they make. That's crazy, man. No wonder they're going out of business. <laughs> Which, well, it makes me wonder how much is Nintendo making? Mm. Well, if the yeah. retailers are making seven, because they're publishing their own, and a portion of it is going to the other licensees. You think you think it's a portion? You think it wasn't a flat rate they paid? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know either. They make $7 uh, on the Super Nintendo Classic. They make $6, between $6 and $12 on uh, new games whether that's ps4 xbox one or switch how much sorry six between six and twelve woof it's ridiculous (laughs) there is no money to be made in this is that why physical media is dying maybe that's so sad oh well uh so i guess the answer is no so are you sad about it i don't care i I don't go to toys r us because oh i'm sad that i can't bring avery there full of demons i'm just (laughs) sad why (laughs) I am sad that I can't bring. Oh, I'm sad that I can't bring Avery there. Uh, it's a beautiful place. It's a fun place. It's just pure happiness, and there's no store like that now. Yeah, that's sad. I have to take her to like the library. Take her to Nintendo World. <laughs> no, have you been to Nintendo World? No, it's not that good. Man. Uh. It's not that good. <laughs> Dean Lasagna asks: Turkey, ham, lasagna. What does Thanksgiving ham. dinner look like in your household? Are you going to Mom and Dad's this Sunday? Yeah. Of course, you too, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, turkey, though, uh, I would love to say I'm going to two because I have my wife's family's on Saturday or whatever the other day is. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, mom and dad's having, and they're doing turkey. Mom and dad's tur- turkey. Yeah, I think it's turkey both days. Her grandmother does ham. I like ham. Yep. And scalloped potatoes. I like that. Yeah, oh, scalloped. That's what she does ham and scalloped uh, potatoes. Do you call it scalloped or scalloped? Scalloped. I call it scalloped too. Curious if we say it funny though, because everything we say now, people are like, "Hey, you say that funny, yeah. dude." We play comes- some Mario and we air scallop potatoes. What comes out of volcanoes? Lava. Damn it. What? What do you call bathrooms? Bathrooms? Like what you just said, but atories at the end. Lavatories. Thank you. Lavatories. That's what I said. Lava. Now, what did you say the first time? Lavatories. No. What comes out of volcanoes? Lava. They- no, it's lava. <laughs> anyway. Listen to CC Portable this month, or last month, um, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Also, thank you, Duke. Duke just tweeted out about CC Portable. That's funny. It's solid. Yeah, um, but it's lava. All right. Uh, but no, I, I would. I wish I could have both. Uh, but turkey is what I think of when I think of Thanksgiving. I guess that's really the answer to the question. Please. Yeah. Russell Lyman asks, do you think Mario is cheating on Peach in Mario Odyssey because Pauline makes an appearance? Old Flame. Mm. I love this idea. <laughs> Why? I would love to see like a Mario twisted love triangle. But the whole point of this movie is to stop Peach from getting married to Bowser. Oh, sh- maybe that's why she's getting married to Bowser. Because Mario's running around with oh. Pauline. It's all a big, it's a Jack Ritter misunderstanding. Oh, it's getting deep. You know what I mean? And Pauline is or trying tripper, to get away Jack from tripper. her abusive husband, Donkey Kong. A, yeah, like <laughs> Mario had a date with, with Pauline and Peach on the same night in the same restaurant. What, like he, an Archie comic? He tried to get it to work out, couldn't work out. Happy days uh, episode. Bowser's reaping all the rewards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Yeah. I thought this guy was just uh, be, being funny, but maybe he's right. Yeah. Russell, you're on to something, dude. I hope that happens. That's what now. sends Peach running into Bowser's arms. Yeah, I love it. 
Okay. What else? Uh, Julian Vegas says, should I go watch Blade Runner 2049 this weekend? Well, Julian, uh, someone, a uh, podcast I listen to called School of Movies. Uh, yes, you do. Uh, spoke very highly of it on Twitter today. He found it euphoric. Ooh. So I'm going to go based on that and say yes. I, I I find I agree with his opinions about 85 to 90% of the time. So Oh, wow. that's I have heard good things about it. Um, we missed a, a question from Josh. Frantic Society. Yes, we did. Since Cuphead tackles the 30s era style animation, what other animation style would you like to see used in a video game? Uh, my answer has already been done. Well, then. Studio Ghibli I know, and Nino Kune. That's the only one I can think of, too. <laughs> but, I mean, I would love to gorgeous. see. Man, you know what would be awesome if they had the guy that did that Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z? That Dragon Ball Fighters game looks good. If they had the guy that did the Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, he did the Dragon Ball Fighters. No. Talking about like... Akira Toriyama? Yeah. (laughs) I was trying to make a joke. And Dragon Quest? And Chrono Trigger? Yeah. All right, let's move on. Did he do any good games? But no, I can't think of any... Oh, my. (laughs) Kidding. I can't think of any uh, that I would like to see. Moving on. I do want to play Cuphead. I do want to play Cuphead. Ghibli. We already said Ghibli, didn't we? Yeah, saying it again. That's definitely the answer. Anyway. Skewdog says, what are your favorite Halloween candies? Mine are Kit Kat, Snickers, and Mounds. Wow. I guess it's kind of like, what's your favorite candy? Uh, Halloween candy. candy. Like, what do you think of Halloween candy? Do you think of mini chocolate bars? Yeah. Me too. I like Oreo or O'Henry. I like O'Henry. I like... Little mini uh, O'Henry's. I could be down for some Kit Kats, too. I could, I'd probably be better off saying what I Twix. don't like. What don't you like? Uh, candy corn. Fuck that. Right in the A. I don't know if I've ever had candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like candy corns. And I don't like those little marshmallow... The pumpkins? Yeah, anything marshmallow. Oh, wait, never mind. F that right in the end. I I don't like marshmallow either. No. But what ch- mini chocolate bars don't you like, though? Mars. You don't like Mars? I'm not a fan. Oh, get out of here. I'd rather have a Snickers. Well, so would I, but I would eat a Mars. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not ranking here. We're saying, what don't you That's like? That's like saying I'd make out with Jennifer Love Hewitt, but I'd rather make out with Colleen. I'm going to stick with the one I want. Why do you always bring the... <laughs> what about Bounty? Just in case she you like Bounty? Listening. You don't know if she's listening. Like Bounty or Mounds? No. Wait, co- I think she mentioned Yeah, she mounds. did mention Mounds. I don't want coconut. I don't like you coconut. You like Mounds? No. No. Mrs. Q-Dog does. Yeah. Oh, that's very unique. Yeah, but she also likes cilantro. What about Big Turk? You ever have a Big Turk? Yeah, those are disgusting. I'm going to throw up just thinking about it. <laughs> um, I like Eat Mores. A lot of people don't like Eat Mores. I used to like Eat Mores a lot. We used to call them Roberto Clementes. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. We used to smoke a lot of pot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'd get really high we'd go buy an 8 pack of Sunrise uh, some of them Roberto pre-made hamburgers and get a, a couple of Roberto Clementes each <laughs> then we'd break into my friend Craig's house and barbecue on his patio oh my god that is terrible good times good that times. is good times Roberto Clementes I uh <laughs> I don't know why we called them that I don't either um yeah Snickers Twix uh, uh, Kit Kats you know what I like Titan oh, bars you ever have a Titan bar no it is the best Snickers version dollar store bar oh, you can get for a, for 50 cents at your <laughs> local dollar store wow. and, it's, and it's the king size so I could get two for a dollar two for a dollar it's king size that's crazy you're getting four for a dollar really Titan I'd buy it your local dollar store um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups those are those are jammy I do love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups uh, I, I really like on Halloween when somebody gives me an apple why so I have something to throw at them <laughs> You know, we used to get it on Halloween mini sips. Yeah. You remember that host? There was a host on our street or on our, our grandmother's street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they used to open the garage. You used to go in and decorate your own cookies. These homemade cookies. Yeah. 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 Man, yeah. you can't do stuff like that nowadays. A lot, of, a lot of kids went missing there. 
<laughs> there was also one we had to walk up this huge so hill and they gave out cans of pop. Yeah. They're like, thanks for walking all the way up here. Here, have a can Worth of pop. Worth it. Yeah, it was. We had eight kids come to our house last year. I can't figure out why no kids came here. You had eight kids? Yeah. We had eight. Dude, we had like 160. We had eight. And two of them were walking by the house. And he only came because I was on the front porch. And I said, walk up this driveway and get this candy for my wife. She's crying. <laughs> and then you went out and dressed up and came over. Oh, trick or treat. Yeah. She was like, wow, you're a big one. Like, <laughs> Can I have two? Yeah. No. A lot. Get out. Yeah. It's, it's all the hormones in my milk. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but you know, I don't know if you guys did. But back in the day, we used to park at Armcrest. That's where you would go to trick or treat. Yeah, because that's where all the people had money. Well, I guess, but that's where all the houses are close to, to each other. Oh yeah, that helps too. Yeah, and that's where we are. So we went trick or treating into like fifteen and sixteen years old. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. But one year we dressed up. I as would four, have. One year we dressed up as tall. fourteen year olds. <laughs> we were sixteen. Man, what's what's this, what's this new thing about onesies? Like these onesies costumes. Yeah. It's just like onesies that you'd wear at home as pajamas, but the kids are just wearing them now as costumes. Yeah. But it, they're too, obviously too old. Kids are lazy. You shouldn't be able. You shouldn't wear your onesie you know costumes. What? Kids who play with toilet paper rolls grow up to wear onesie costumes for Halloween. You know who used to play with toilet paper rolls? Who? Your kid. Yeah. <laughs> she was a closet full of onesies. <laughs> yeah, but did she go trick or treating? No. I don't think so. No. But these kids are. That's what I'm talking about. You can't wear your onesie and go trick-or-treating. That's the lesson of the day. Let's wrap it up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, this went long. <laughs> please head over to www.cartridgeclub.org where you can check out other great podcast videos and blogs from our community. If you're already a member of the Cartridge Club, you can head to www.patreon.com slash cartridge club where you can donate as much or as little as you like and every cent donated goes to improving the club. I am Player One. I am Player Two. CC Unite.